Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 64? Welcome to Senior Living Connecticut, a show that explores solutions for Connecticut's adults striving for the best in senior living. I'm Bill Corbett, manager of Evergreen Crossing's Independent Senior Living and author of the book, The 2.0 Entrepreneur. Every episode, what I try to do is sit down with industry area subject matter experts to find out what they've learned along the way and to get them to share it with us so I, in turn, can share it with Connecticut seniors and their families. Knowing what to do in the event of a fire is particularly important for older adults. People 65 and up are twice as likely to be killed or injured by fires compared to the population at large. And with our numbers growing every year in the United States and Canada, senior adults make up about 12% of the population. It's essential to take the necessary steps to stay safe. So my guest today is Kevin Coney, Fire Chief of the Town of South Windsor. Welcome, Chief. Thank you. This is awesome to be here. I want to start with uh, understanding some safety measures for seniors still living at home. We have a lot of seniors out there who they want to stay in their home. That's where they're comfortable, and and that's what they know. And they fight tooth and nail to stay at home. And I can understand why they want to do that. And they don't want to go to the senior living community. They don't want to move in with their daughter. And, And they strive to just hang on to their independence. And that's fine, but there's a cognitive and a physical aspect that that they have to be careful for in fire safety. So what kind of tips do you have about fire safety? Yeah, there's a whole bunch of stuff we can talk about, and I'm happy to do that. And unfortunately, I lived through it myself and my parents, so I certainly can relate to these challenges for the seniors and for the rest of us, especially the family members. But um, as you get older, your, your mind starts getting a little playing games with you. Your body starts playing games with you. Those are all hugely affecting how we fight fires and what the person can do to either prevent the fires or when a fire does occur, um, making their life much easier to get out of the building or saved. So we talk about, you know, residential fire, you know, and what causes the fires. That's a root thing first. What causes a home fire? And one of the leading causes is cooking or unintended cooking. As you get older, your mind plays games. You Maybe you forget that you were cooking and you wander off and do something else. Maybe you get distracted by a phone call. Um, a, a number of things can happen while you're cooking. So, While you're talking about that, uh, the scene from, uh, what was it, Sopranos. Yep. Remember, did you watch The Sopranos yes, yes, yes. when his mother, when Tony's mother was cooking in the kitchen and the kitchen caught on fire yeah. and he's screaming at her when he realized what happened, right? Yep. So that's uh, unattended cooking is huge. So our recommendation, obviously, is when you are cooking, focus on that. Try and go to the bathroom before you cook. Try and leave your cell phone somewhere else. Uh, anything you can do to not to be distracted while you're cooking is the best thing. Um, you know, in the event of a, a fire on a stove or something like that, have a lid next to it, whether it's a pan or a frying pan. Put the lid on it. Keep it, you know, don't try and put it out. Just put the cover on it. It'll put most fires out. Um, but mostly just be attentive to it. Uh, unattending fires in the, in the kitchen, uh, it doesn't take long either. You know, before you know it, your cabinets are on fire. Before you know it, your whole kitchen's on fire. It's producing very dangerous smoke. So it's just, that's one of the biggest things, you know. And I think a lot of us have ADD tendencies and what the risk is you go away to do something you may not be coming back and it happened to me one of the first communities that i managed in senior living i was running the popcorn machine and i was making popcorn and that smoke was coming out and i walked away and then before you know what i'm got pulled into three different things 
the the, the popcorn started burning and it set off the, the yeah. fire alarms. Yeah, it doesn't take much nowadays. So, you know, and smoking, and we talk about smoking and we like to think smoking has decreased, but it really hasn't and to some degree. Um, so people still smoke. Uh, we always recommend you if you have to smoke, smoke outside. Try and make a policy in your own house to smoke outside. Um, and if you have to smoke inside, try and do it in certain areas. Don't smoke in the living room while you're watching TV where you may be apt to fall asleep. Certainly don't smoke in bed. Make sure you have ashtrays that are emptied and are safe, you know. So um, smoking is still a consideration to be taken care of. And candles. Candles are another big leading cause of oh, fires. Oh, yeah. Um, especially around the holidays, but even now in May as the summer's coming up, people still like their candles. Some are religious, so I'll never say don't use candles. But if you do, just use caution. Um, make sure they're not near any curtains near windows. So if you have the windows open and the curtains below, you don't want them to get caught in the flames. If you have pets, you don't want the candles low enough for the dog or a cat can knock them over. So just, you know, if you use candles, use caution. But and they're not meant to be burnt for hours on end, you know. And and I think a lot of families buy candles for their parents because of the smell. Yep. So find alternatives. There's things that can plug-ins they can create, sure. right? There's uh, non-fire candles. When the holidays come up, avoid going to... Yankee Candle yeah, and, and yeah. buying the big things from the burn, right? My poor wife, when I met her, she, she had a bunch of candles, and I didn't allow them in the house. And we, now we have the battery-operated, quote, scented candles. That's all we have. <laughs> so they're out there. They can make it. It's not the same. And obviously, some, are, like I said earlier, are religious-based, so it's hard to you know do a religious ceremony with fake candles. So I, we, we certainly stress caution with them and make sure that they're attended as well. Make sure there's no kids or dogs or pets or, or anything else around to, to – Possibly knock the candle over. Um, and, you know, there's still some electrical issues. And technology has changed so much now over the years that everything runs on power, right? Everything we do runs on power. Everybody's got four different um, things to plug into, right? So uh, extension cords are still – some people in their old houses, especially our seniors that live in the same house all their lives, they may have these old, old extension cords. We refer to them as the zip cords. They're not really designed to hold much more than – uh, a very little amount of power. You don't want to plug those into something that's going to have a high draw because that's what's going to cause a fire. So we always recommend if you have to use an extension cord, we don't recommend any extension cords, but if you have to recommend an extension cord, use the, the base ones that have the power strips with, you know, uh, circuit breakers built, built into it. You know, don't use the cheap little zip cords. And if you can, whenever you're done using whatever appliance you are to plug it in, unplug it when you're done. And so it would be a good idea for um, young adults who have uh, seniors or have as, yeah. as parents, when you go over, look around the house yeah. and see if they've got extension cords and right. minimize the chances that that's a fire right. risk. You know, we we used to do home safety inspections, but the families can do them as well. You just want to around, and it's, oh, it's yeah. common sense stuff, but in the same token, if you're not thinking about it, you don't realize how common it really is. But, you know, whether it's extension cords, whether it's um, – you know, cooking things and how things are set up in the kitchen. Little things like that can make a big difference. Uh, one of the other things we talk about is somebody gets older and their mobility is challenged, whether it's with a cane or a walker or maybe a wheelchair, is to try and focus most of your living on one main floor. Now, I know a lot of residents uh, that have bedrooms on the second and third floors, the last thing they want to do is move a bedroom down to the first floor. It's like goes against their grain. But in all honesty, for the first responders, whether it be police, fire, EMS, Having those people who have limited mobility on the lower levels is much, much easier. Um, but it's challenging. I've been to a lot of calls myself where we make those recommendations, and it's just hard to convince them to want to move down to, say, an old living room and turn that into a bedroom. But 
that is really the best thing for them. If you're just tuning in, we are talking with uh, Chief Kevin Cooney. He's the fire chief of the town of South Windsor here in Connecticut. We asked him to come in and uh, give us some tips uh, for seniors on fire safety because it's so unfortunate when we see it in the news when a house is burning and uh, the seniors are inside and they didn't get out or, uh, it, it, you know, it's we've had some here in Connecticut uh, that have been very traumatic, right? Yep. We talk about, you know, the first floor and stuff, but also clutter. You know, as you get older, you accumulate a lot of stuff. I'll leave it at that. But oh, we all have yeah. stuff in our house. So having stuff near a doorway so you can't even open the door all the way or accessible to the rest of the house or maybe to your bedroom or if you are using stairs, um, nothing on the stairs. If you can reduce the clutter, an access area should be wide open and free so we can get people in and out of the house pretty easily. Obviously, if you have some mobility issues, you want to have those areas, um, less tripping hazards, less things to fall over, less things like that. So the less clutter in the house, the better off. It's seen stacks and stacks of oh. newspapers. It's like trying to understand why they're collecting all those things, but they do, right? They do, and you're not going to, you know, most and family fuel. members are and that's not going to. Yeah, it's a lot of fuel, it's, you know, but and it's a challenge to try and convince a senior person to change their lifestyle after all these years of living like that. So it is challenging for families. It's challenging for the fire service to try and instill these tips because that's what they are. They're fire safety tips, but. To the person who's living that, that's a change in their lifestyle, and that's hard. And we do that often to try and reiterate how important it is. So having less clutter around, having the ease to, you know, less tripping hazards, because fires and falls sort of go hand in hand. As you get older in age, um, you're more susceptible for fires, and you're more susceptible for falls. So all these tips can apply to both fires and falls. Um, but, you know, we also talk about fire drills, you know, and especially as you get older and you have – uh, devices to help you get around, you know, whether it's a cane or a walker or a wheelchair. Practice getting out of your house with those devices. Practice, you know, which way you get out of the house. You know, we always recommend two ways out. So always think about two ways out. Now, a senior person is not going to jump out of a window or do something like a younger person might be able to do. But you still have that mental note of how to get out of the house. Maybe you can go to the window and open a window and stick something out and wave or flag it down for the fire department. Um, and if you are to get out, um, have what we call a meeting place in front of the house. We want some place that you can identify when the fire department does arrive that we know you're outside. If you go outside and you hide in the back, that's not going to help us. We're not going to see you. So get out of the house as quick as you can and be somewhere in the front yard, whether it's a mailbox, a front tree, whatever, um, end of the driveway, something that we're going to know you're outside and that you're safe. Um, I think one of the risks with, uh, with the elderly is confusion, especially what they call the fog of war. Uh, in that moment when this, they know something's going on, they could suffer for, for, from confusion. They could uh, go back in and try to – they're thinking about their valuables or their pets or whatever, yep. and that can really cause some problems, right? Right. So the old saying that we have is get out and stay out, and that still applies to seniors or to kindergartners. It doesn't really matter. Um, people cherish whether it be pets photo albums or other belongings in a the house, they don't want those things to be damaged. And obviously none of us do either. But we don't want them to be damaged either. So our store motto is get out and stay out. Tell us what you want. We'll go in and take care of it in addition to putting the fire out. We're there to help you, you know. Um, we talked about earlier um, different kinds of fires, you know, and today's fires are different than what we call legacy fires. So these seniors who are obviously a little bit older than some of us, um, they're used to legacy fires where most of the fires were woods and cottons. 
those fires burned at a, a lower degree. They gave off less dangerous smoke, and it, it took a little bit longer to build up the fire. Today's fires inside homes are not woods and cottons. Nothing is made of wood and cotton anymore. Everything's plastic, polyesters, you name it, it's going to burn hotter, faster, and produce much more dangerous smoke. So even if you're not near the fire, smoke is going to get you. And, you know, part of our tip is always smoke sectors and CO alarm. We've been talking with Chief Kevin Cooney, Fire Chief of the Town of South Windsor here in Connecticut. And we really appreciate you coming in and giving these tips because we cannot recommend or remind people enough times for them to be safe. But stay with us. So when we come back, we're going to talk about more about fire safety. Uh, You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut. I'm Bill Corbett from Evergreen Crossings Retirement. And uh, join me every Saturday morning at 830 or listen to our podcast online at seniorliving-ct.com. If you have ideas for topics you'd like for us to feature on future shows, email me at seniorlivingct at gmail.com or you can call me at 860-327-8899. You've been listening to Senior Living Connecticut on the Talk of Connecticut. (laughs) 